0: What? He says they've already got one. Are you sure he's got one? Oh yes, it's very nice, sir. I told him we already got one. <laughs> well, um, can we come up and have a look? Of course not. You are English types, sir. Well, what are you then? I'm French. Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king? What are you doing in England? Mind your own business. If you will not show us the grail, we shall take your castle by force. You don't frighten us, English pig-dogs. Go and boil your bottom, sons of a silly person. Ah, blow my nose at you, so-called Arthur King. You and all your silly English can <laughs> What a strange person. Now look here, my good man. I don't want to talk to you no more, you empty-headed animal food trough whopper. I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. Is there someone else up there we can talk to? No, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. I I got, I got, I got loyalty, got loyalty. Inside my DNA Cocaine the piece Got war and peace Inside my DNA I got power Poison Pain And joy Inside my DNA I got hustle Though ambition Flow inside my DNA I was born like this It's one like this Immaculate conception I transform like this perform like this With you a new weapon I don't contemplate I meditate Then off your fucking head This that puts the kids to bed This that I got I got I got I got Realness I just Kill shit
1: so hi and welcome to the only movie podcast this is andrew
2: this is daniel
3: and this is douglas who is hearing the intro for the podcast for the first time because no we've been i've fixed this a few weeks a few episodes back absolutely not andrew (laughs) i will always say that you 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 cause technical issues to the podcast Yeah, so I mean,
1: it's the unnamed movie podcast. We're here, we're here to talk about movies, and we we talk about the Kniggets, <laughs> the
2: like Dark Kniggets.
1: I know, I know. I've used that intro clip a few times, but mm-hmm. I can't help myself, right? And it's one of those that whenever I put in, I'm like, I really try to keep them to like 30 to 45 seconds, but with that one, I'm like, oh, it's so no, cool. we're letting it run. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's the holy grail. Who does It's in the name. It's in the name. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, who are these people that don't like that movie? But the internet is here and was built...
1: To not like things. To, like,
2: invent people to not like good
3: things. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, you say it almost as if the internet is behind you and watching you. I
2: mean... You can't prove that it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I see a rotor behind you. I mean, do you know that that rotor is watching you? You don't know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this week we're here to talk about the latest film by one Mr. David Lowry. I kind of have to say that name like Mike Lowry. Mike like Lowry. Lowry. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever um, I hear
3: somebody say Lowry, like, that's... and it happens a lot in, mm-hmm. in the NBA because of um, outside. <laughs> um, I think I think of Brazil and Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: his latest film um, about starring one Mr. Dev Patel, the film by the name of The Green Knight, or possibly The Green Kniggit. Knigget. 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 knigget.
0: Me. Friends. <laughs> Brothers sisters. I require a shrabody <laughs>
3: <laughs> one day I'm just <laughs> going to knock I'm gonna go in
1: trailers and like you guys talking <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: Actually, if you think about it, this movie would be a very different movie if uh, Dev Patel just brought him a a piece of shrubba. I'm sure that all would have (laughs) been funny.
2: No, actually, I don't think the movie would change.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, The Green Knight. Um, It is the story of Sir Gaiwan. Um, or I don't think he's a sir at the beginning of the movie, but Gaiwan, mm-hmm. um, a young man played by Dev Patel, who has some, has some connections with royalty at the time. And upon Christmas day, a green knight appears as they are having merriment and challenges him to a game. Right? Mm. Um, and it begins Gaiwan's quest basically, as he he is now able to have a tale to tell about himself, and we are now taking upon that tale throughout the story of this movie. Um, Douglas came to the podcast last time and was very upset that I, I embargoed him from mm-hmm. discussing this film. Um, so I, I welcome him to now share his thoughts on The Green Knight with Dev Patel. Alright,
3: so, I'm not going to talk too much about this movie. Here is what I will say. This movie is beautiful. It is well acted. It is long winded. It is circuitous. And, um, it's not that great. I mean, so the thing about it, right? It's, it's, it's a movie that, in my former life, I would probably would uh, would have adored um, because how this movie is set up, it actually is more of like a, let's call it a, a, a not exactly an adventure movie, but like a mission type movie, right? Um, it it has like specific chapters. And specific um like quests that he goes on, right? Even though it's all one large quest. Because it really is him. So let's back up because I just realized I don't think Andrew's actually described the movie too tough. Um oh no, you did. I'm tired. <laughs> but essentially, this guy um most of the movie is is Dev Patel walking towards his doom, right? It is him trying to find this 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 night made of shrubbery um, that he he cut um, his head off uh, the year before. And now it's time for him to get his head cut off. By the way, and by the way, just to start, that was a very bad decision. Um, it's one of those things where I, sometimes I get upset with movies because they kind of just set themselves up like it doesn't feel natural right it's just the whole movie is created because of one dumb um decision that should not have happened this fella, this tree walks into (laughs) a room and says you do whatever you want to do to me and i will do it back to you next year and instead of walking up to him and slapping him, he says, you know what I will do? I will do a thing that I know because this is a tree that walked into a room. I'm not going to kill him because he's magic. If I cut off his head, Aye. all he will do
1: is Aye. magic. Yet, or he says, think of it from my point of view, which uh-huh. is if I kill him now, this fucker can't do shit to me next year.
3: Agreed. Except magic, Andrew. He is not a man, (laughs) right? If it were a man who who looked weird and then he happened to be a magician, I'd be like, all right, I understand. He fooled you. No, sir. This is a 20-foot tall tree who is walking and talking and has said to you, I'm coming for you. And your response is, I am going to uh, do the thing that will make him be able to kill me next year? No, right? Um, But he does it, and then the rest of this movie essentially is... There's a little bit of like um, foreboding nonsense in the middle there, and then the main movie is him walking um, to find the tree so that the tree can whack him, right? Um, And... I, I would have liked this movie a lot Don't more than this I do. Douglas' for this movie is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I would have liked this movie a lot more than I did probably like a few years ago if I'd watched it because there are all of these things, right? It's, as I said, it's beautiful, well-acted, um, and it's just, like, painful in terms of how each piece of this film is just uh, fucking... Uh, it's just... <laughs> difficult and uh, they feel like they're they're uh, applying more import to it than than needs to be um and that's the sort of thing i would have gotten off on (laughs) but no i'm just like really i can i just get a simple movie that i enjoy but no import is in this movie not import like what I, i usually mean but like they make Everything is grand, in- right? There's gravitas to this yeah. movie. <laughs> People are worried for their lives. <laughs> like
2: the movie makes everything seem, yeah, um, immense. Mm. Like there's no there's no small decisions being made here. Yeah. The only decision that is being talked about is literally life and death, and so everything is viewed through that lens, mm-hmm. and everything is. Um, is set up to to give all... Like, all decisions are weighty in this movie. T- this movie is very self-serious, is, mm-hmm. I think is what Douglas is trying to
3: say. Thank you very much. For and me. There's
2: opportunities for jokes, but the movie takes no opportunities to make any jokes.
3: And I'm fine with that, you know, because if they want it to be a serious I am a night movie, fine. But boy, I mean... There is serious and then they're serious. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when you're a movie about uh-huh. a tree that uh-huh. is about to kill me. A tree, Andrew.
2: Uh, first of all, <laughs> Douglas, you know the, the name for the tree. It is an ent. You've seen <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I,
1: want, I want a sidebar here. Uh-huh, hey, yeah. Douglas goes any further, mm-hmm. Damien, we have spent the majority of the last decade on this podcast telling mm-hmm. Douglas he should watch... Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. I think we should pull out of this game right now. Like, if this is Douglas's response to this movie.
2: (laughs) Except Douglas is, Douglas knows he's wrong about the movie. He's like, okay. Douglas is already coaching how much he doesn't like this movie Uh by saying, in a prior life, when I guess he was a young warthog. (laughs) <laughs> he would have liked this movie <laughs> but now that he's a grown man <laughs> he has right. no time for this movie right.
3: Douglas knows he's supposed
2: that. to like the movie
3: oh yeah definitely. he just checking doesn't that. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah let's go back De- to definitely I'm supposed to like this movie. Over. Mm-hmm. okay <laughs> I'm definitely supposed to like this movie and I I I appreciate like the artistry that went into it um and I can see the bits and pieces But it's just so like, uh, (laughs) you know, Um, that's that's really all it is. And I went, and even worse, I went into this movie expecting to like it. I was super thrilled about watching this movie, Um, and it just didn't, you know, it was just so ridiculous. As I said, guys, come on. Um, uh, And maybe after the initial kind of sheen or lack of it wears off i can come back to this film and appreciate it a lot more and like it a lot more but just the you you put it well damien the weightiness of a lot of this film um and it it spends time with itself right it's not like it doesn't move swiftly right um, it's intentionally paced but it's intentionally paced slowly so you can ruminate over every little thing that happens um uh so for me i mean sure if, if you enjoy this movie go right ahead you, mm-hmm. you you have my blessing but um it's oof it's 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 tough um i, I did enjoy like some some things like um the fact that alicia vikanda mm-hmm. gets to play two roles and um her second role i really like the the juxtaposition and the um the there is finally a little bit of jokiness, right? Um or at least I was able to take it out of there. I know some people will be like, no, it was super serious. No, absolutely not. Um uh, and like there is also the fairy tale nature of this movie like i mean and we can talk about the fact that there is a tree from the get-go this this thing is a fairy tale from the start but but um there are certain aspects of this that feel a lot more children fun fairy tale um which i did appreciate like you know the the way that things because he needs things he needs an axe he needs his horse he needs the belt and these things just appear back to him because um, he needs them and he doesn't need to like fight for them, to, to search for them, to get them. The story is just like, all right, fine, listen. He needs them. I'm not going to spend time like telling you he gets them back, all right? Um, and I appreciate that, especially because it's not even just that the the, the movie cuts to when he gets them the movie's like not only am i going to cut i'm just going to tell you he got it back by magic because i needed him to get them um so so that's that's kind of cool um and that's the sort of thing that i'll appreciate and i hope that on subsequent viewing i can really um this can be the movie that i wanted it to be for me but right now all i can say is uh um the team's played hard but <laughs> <laughs> the you know, ball went over my head <laughs> you know
1: i was a little afraid sometimes it's hard to come on this podcast and be the first one to talk i find unless you have like really strong feelings because you're like how am i going to like how am i going to like sell this thing but it's easier to re- to rebut and oh my <laughs> god douglas gave me a lot there um because he's so wrong it's upsetting. Um, and the, the worst part about it is he's wrong about his own things right it's not even like it's not even like he's wrong at the fact that like the movie is a fairy tale kind of thing like sure everyone can see that and it's crazy but like even the things he talks about where he talks about the movie being so serious the movie is serious in the fact that it is it is dead serious about being this fairy tale almost almost real world imagined version of it where magic exists, but like things are happening, but it's not self serious enough that it doesn't make fun of itself or have characters who have fun in the movie. Right. And this movie has so many of them. Almost every person he interacts with are people who are like having fun from, from Joel Edgerton showing up late in the back half of this movie as the Lord um, to the first thief who comes into contact with him who I'm I'm sorry, I found him hilarious throughout the entire of his interaction. Right? Um wherein that he's he's just he's just like insane and it's it's almost out of a weird Kubrick movie as to how this movie plays it and I love it for that.
3: Can I just stop you there just to just to, to say I love that actor, the child. Um <laughs> Like in every movie that I see him in, he's great. Um, And I cannot wait to watch more of him in it Um, or or more of him in other things. Uh, But yeah, he he's just a a thief that is um, uh, twisted. He's twisted. He is twisted. But right? from, and from the get-go, you the movie know exactly plays what, it what's happening? And while, while the twisted very serious
1: the character it. himself is serious in that he's like, I'm seriously gonna fuck you up. I think the movie plays it in like a a like dry, like dark, funny way of just having him be twisted, where you want to laugh at the twisted nature of this bad guy kind of thing. Um, and it worked for me. Even, even something as dumb as Sean Harris playing The King, which I don't think they call him that, but I'm calling him. It's Um, King Arthur. I'm going to
3: stop again. His name is Evil Simon Pegg. (laughs) The
1: the name I gave him. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like like there are points of just how that Christmas Day plays, right? From even the Green Knight showing up and be like, "I want to play a game," like. I'm sorry, I found that kind of funny, right? Of just seeing the knight showing up, even even to win, to win everything explained to you, and he's like playing the game, and like Dev Patel shows up, and he's like, "I'm ready to fight," and the green knight just kind of puts his arms out. I, I found that funny. <laughs> it's the movie it it felt to me like a tonal joke of like the movie that is this self serious fantasy story in which just things play out in this dumb manner right and the movie no the movie did it well right you've talked about production and i feel like that's the number one thing in this movie which is like the production of it all is just so beautiful so gorgeous and just so endearing like it's a movie i want to wrap myself in a blanket of right it is it's it's the it's the fine touches that i wish every movie would take like it doesn't have to look like this, but you need to have the fine touches of like even the there is one scene in which he wakes up in a bed, um, but before he wakes up, like he has like a dream where like there's just never ending green curtains, right? And it's so wonderful in how it captures these images that I can't help but love every frame of it in in a way in which. I just kind of go like, give me more candy. Right? <laughs> like It's just a candy store of awesomeness. Um, but what I love even more about this movie is the end, which I don't know how much we want to talk about yet. Um, but the ending of this movie is just so beautiful, and I love it so much. I also want to talk about the goddamn fox, right? Which, I haven't played the game, but all it made me think about was people sharing pictures of Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> right? Um, or even I was like, is this a new cinematic fox next to Lars von Trier's Chaos Reigns, right? <laughs> right. Um, because I feel like this fox needs to be put in a list whenever we talk about movie animals and just fantasy nonsense. I'm sorry, when are
2: we talking about movie animals? One day. One All right, day. Let me, give me a heads up so I can be sick for that, that's not... <laughs> conversation i want
1: that's the next marathon movie animals um
2: no thank you <laughs> fantastic um. mr fox and the ninja turtles godzilla all right, all right. All right. where me. the
3: wild things are i, I no. love dogs i love dogs i love dogs, <laughs> I, love dogs. <laughs> I love dogs
2: yeah
1: uh this is, this is stupid you, you guys <laughs> you guys are terrible uh. mm-hmm. But yeah, this movie is a movie that I agree to a certain extent, Douglas. It is a movie that is it is serious about being a fairy tale. Right? It is a movie which needs you to know that this is a fairy tale. Not just in the lettering of the chapters, which feels like it's coming out of um a princess bride, right? With where we can imagine Peter Falk reading to us in our beds. Right. But also in just how this movie plays us into the fantasy worlds of, say, a Game of Thrones, where I feel like Tyrion Lannister is somewhere in the background, but we never saw him in this movie. And at the same time, it enjoys itself in that lavish world. Right. And it enjoys us walking through it. And I enjoy walking with it. Right. Um, I feel it's also a movie that ha- that poses a lot of... makes you po- ask a lot of questions that it doesn't necessarily have great or easy answers to, which makes me want to watch it again to get more information and get more into those answers. I'm not saying it doesn't have those answers yet, but it's a movie that makes me feel like I want to like go deeper into what it's saying. Right? You know what
3: happened to me? Like This movie, I feel like, to be honest, this movie... Plays to me like how my experience with it is essentially. This is a better version, but not necessarily good or great, um, but a less bad version of. Do you remember Ben Wheatley's film A Field in England? <laughs> yes, that's how this movie plays to me. So basically, Un- David Lowry took less drugs. Yes.
2: Unfortunately, I do remember that movie.
1: I all I remember is black and white and what I assumed were drugs. I don't remember much else. <laughs> yeah, there's not much humor. It's just nonsense. Um, and I've not even talked about Alicia Vicando, which is always, which, she's always great in everything. Um, but yeah, this movie is incredible. Like Pixar incredible. <laughs> <laughs> like no capes Incredible. Like a baby on fire, incredible. No keeps. <laughs> <laughs> um, Damien. Hi. Right. Before I, before I get into like the deep ending of this movie, where mm-hmm. I want to ask people their opinion.
2: Right. You want to ask me my opinion? Yeah. You saw this movie, right? Yeah. I saw the movie too. Yeah. I don't know what movie Douglas saw, but I saw the movie. You saw. <laughs> um. All right. So here's how good this movie is the opening scene of this movie is a building on fire you hear people in distress now a man comes and talks to some woman on a horse somewhere and just the scene is beautiful it is shot beautifully and then the camera starts pulling out and you can see that it's going through some window. And then there's water dripping. And so everything seems menacing. Just off the bat, movie starts. You're like, bad things are about to happen. <clears throat> and then the movie just does away with all of that by having a woman throw water onto our lead character. And then he's just excited about It being Christmas is in some whorehouse or whatever it is. Then he goes to his mother, and he's like, "Why aren't you coming to Christmas?" And she gives him some nonsensical uh, reason. And then he's just after Christmas. And I'm like, "All right, movie. I don't know what this is, but I know I like this movie. (laughs) I don't know what's happening yet. I've seen these trailers, but I know I like this. And then." Douglas's tree brethren come into the movie and he's just like, yo dog, it's game time. <laughs> and he, the only reason he does this is because he's trying to impress the king. Cause the king is like, you know, I don't know how you slip through the cracks. I haven't spoken to you. I haven't like, you seem like you, you are meant to do great things, but for whatever reason. And there, when the, <clears throat> the tree enters, he's in a room filled with knights and any of them could have said, hey, tree guy, I'm here and I'm ready for murder. And none of them do. He immediately pipes up. He's just like, I'll take this bet. And then he chops off the tree's head. And then the tree is like, dog, I'll see you in a year. And the movie <clears throat> doesn't do the thing where like, you see him distressed over a certain period of time. It just cuts. It's just like. You have two weeks till Christmas. And you see him. And he's just like devastated. <laughs> he's just like. I've made a terrible decision. <clears throat> and then the movie. does a thing you rarely see. Where. This movie is about. Revenge but in reverse. Where. The person seeking vengeance is not the person that you're watching. He's going to give the tree his revenge. And so he's just panicking and trying to... Like, he's viewing all of this as a test. He's just like, all right, if I'm ever going to be a knight, I have to do all these things. And then the movie mocks him for it the entire journey. And then the movie makes it explicit that the thing you think is about to happen is not about to happen. You're going there and this tree is going to murder you <laughs> because that is the game. And that falls in, like, the, the thing that made me go from like this movie to love this movie is the end of this movie that I don't want to spoil. People need to watch this movie for themselves. Like, even if we do a spoilery part, I don't want to talk around or about the ending because the ending is spectacular. And it is one of the first times I've watched a movie that felt like a Lars movie, that had an ending, that didn't feel like a Lars ending. That I still just went, Alright, movie. This is this is the only way this movie like i didn't think of an alternate ending to the movie i'm just like this is the ending i like this ending i like all of this movie i like the the you can see that someone spent a lot of time and a lot of money to make this movie look exactly the way it it looks like there's no it doesn't feel like anyone cut any corners this movie feels like wholly imagined by one person there does it it doesn't have a committee feel like marvel movies look expensive but they look expensive in the way where you know one million people worked on this to make this movie look like this this movie feels like one person sat down and went i am making this and i'm the only one who gets to touch this and so it is it is beautiful to look at i think it's fantastically paced yes the movie is long but it never felt long and everything i guess to the annoyance of douglas um (laughs) felt meaningful like every single interactions there's no there's no inefficiency in this movie nothing is wasted not a scene not a shot every single thing is there high efficiency yes (laughs) lots of xg lots of xg (laughs) you're an idiot uh and I love like this movie would not only is it my favorite movie of the year which isn't hard because it's 2021 and the world ended uh, but this movie already I'm putting it against other great movies I've seen and it is holding its own I really 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 like this movie. And like this is a movie I'm going to watch a lot of times. Cause there's always going to be something there for me in this movie. Whether it be Vicando duel dueling roles, I think Douglas appreciates that I like watching because the movie doesn't immediately make it clear that she's not the same person. Like five seconds, you're like because the movie. Like, magic is real in this world. So there's a possibility that she would have been able to do this. But then the movie makes it very explicit that she is not herself, <laughs> but in our previous, at a previous point. And everything is beautiful and creepy all at the same time, which is a thing I haven't really seen in movies. Like, if... If they wanted to, they could probably sell this as a horror movie. They I mean, could. It is A24, so You're it's right. already kind of a horror movie. They'd be like, hey, uh, but I I really, like, it, it made me sad that Douglas didn't like this movie. And I figured as much because he wanted to talk about this. Mo- like when Andrew's like, hey, son, you have to wait till next week. You could see on his face that he was not about this movie
1: (laughs) he's like like, i have to hear these two talk about it too
3: he
2: didn't want he didn't seem excited to talk about the movie he seemed excited to talk about this movie (laughs) which is not (laughs) uh but it watching the from the trailer i knew that it like this is an andrew movie a hundred percent like it said A24 and I saw the trailer. This is Andrew.
1: Douglas, D- Damien, when when this movie when this movie was supposed to come out around the time the lockdown started last year, yeah, initially, this was the number one movie that I was waiting for them to pull up and say, we're putting it online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throughout right. that whole period of like the and, year and a half.
2: And I just ass- like having finished the movie, I just assumed that Douglas was going to be on board. And uh, but I it is it is a thing where I love the movie so much that Douglas's complaints, even if they're valid, I can't see them. Like I don't know if his complaints actually hold water because there's nothing about this movie that I change. So I don't see I don't see what the thing is that Douglas uh is objecting to because i don't have any objections <laughs> he's just out here like like he 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 talked for about 10 minutes and the entire time my brain was just tuning him out because i don't know what he said <laughs> honestly, <laughs> right. honestly honestly that is what was happening <laughs> was just like, i don't know i don't know what douglas was talking about but i know it's I- wrong
1: Can I just say, even though he's been doing films for a while now, and by a while, I mean, like, 12, 13 years that Mm -hmm. I can recall from when we first saw him, the more I see Dev Patel is, the more I love him as an actor. Yeah. (laughs) Just being in things, right? He's not always always in the greatest movies, (laughs) because he has a few trash things out there but he's definitely someone who like when i no when i see him like yes i want to see that thing
3: yeah man when when his name pops up he's he's a value add rather than a det- detractor for me <laughs>
2: yeah i mean could he be in better movies probably maybe this yeah. will catapult him into better or he just needs a better know. agent or it's something not this
3: movie this is not a uh, movie that gets you into <laughs> into um more popular good movies this is a movie that like Makes you become an auteur
2: <laughs> Yeah, that, no, but that's what I want. I don't want him in popular movies. I don't oh, need okay. him to be in popular oh, movies. All right. yeah. In that case, so,
3: in that case, you will get what you want. <laughs> so I'm
1: looking at his IMDb, and apparently, his future project is a movie by the name of Monkey Man, which also includes Vicos, and okay. apparently, he's directing it.
3: um Can right. we? Please, All right. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> When I hear that, all I'm thinking of is, is Toots and the Metals. I just have to tell you, right? <laughs> um, and maybe maybe we could also put in um, What's Her Face, um, Back to Black, uh, in, in the soundtrack as well, because she did a version of that. What's her name again? Why can't I, I think of it? I just bought all her albums, and you two are not helping me. Thank you. Amy Winehouse? Yes, Amy Winehouse.
1: You couldn't have said lady gaga like i was thinking the whole time (laughs) yeah um yeah
2: yeah i love this movie and everyone should watch it uh especially if you like good movies like if you don't Uh, like good movies i understand
1: i will say i appreciate the
3: ending which i think andrew wants us to talk about well Um, well
1: since damien has a point where you really don't really want to go on about we can talk about it separately
2: yeah. yeah, right. Like but it spoils the, the movie, it's though. Good. It's good. The ending is fantastic, but yeah. anything we say about the ending of the movie spoils the movie.
1: Oh, yeah. of course. Um, just know he's on a quest to go and see the green canigat.
3: Canigat, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, if
3: only he brought the canigat a piece of shrubbery, maybe <laughs> this movie would have turned. Do out you think
1: if he just went knee ni- to <laughs> to him, <laughs> if he would have he would have had like?
2: It, like this movie, it would it have been out of place for a, some background character to do that?
3: No. You're just like, you're just like all right, weird movie. <laughs> do I'm, I'm, I'm upset that nobody came out and said, he's repressing me! <laughs> <laughs> it's the the
1: innate something of the system (laughs) yes the green knight Tompa approved
2: yep (laughs) (laughs) that's how that works right yeah all right cool
1: douglas douglas gave me the free pass he's just like if you like it go ahead he's he he's pretty much gone like i don't think i like it but i can hear no no it's a
2: it's a weighted average and when douglas is wrong the weight is zero (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's one one zero.
1: <laughs> so moving along, um, we're here also to finally complete our wuxia marathon with the final entry in um, brought to us finally by a director that is not King Hu, the the director by the name of Chang Che, um, the film the one the one-armed swordsman. <laughs> No, don't play again. Um so this yes, is a movie play again!
3: Play it as many times as you want! <laughs> this is a movie from
1: 1967. It, is, it became a semi-large franchise of the time. The One-Armed Swordsman is a story of a, a noble swordsman who has an arm lopped off in battle. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if that's what you want to say, sure, it was in I battle.
1: <laughs> um, and then comes back from this hindrance to become one of the greatest swordsmen of all kung-foolery. Um, Douglas... Douglas basically just hit up our WhatsApp group last night, having finally watched this movie. So I'm going to let Douglas just have fun with this for a oh, little bit. Oh,
3: okay, so I was the only person that didn't like the last movie. I, I'm sure I won't be the only person, but at least I will uh, make up for it with the vehemence, the, 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 the passion that I have for how much I like this movie. This movie is 1000% the best movie we have ever watched. (laughs) First of all, I have to appreciate that because for whatever reason, this movie was not deemed good enough to be in the criterion that finally we got back to us watching shitty kicker movies with shitty English subs or dubs rather. I love it. Um, But guys, this movie is so good um it is first of all it's dumb as fuck right um and some of the concepts that they put in here some of the things that like make this movie tick just make absolutely no sense and um i am here for that life uh the the next thing is that this movie so it really is something telling that like I love how the action scenes in this movie are bad, but um, it's really the fighting that it's, it's like pinned on, and I love it to death, like how, how, they, how they put together everything. Um, as you say, Andrew, this, this fellow who is... So the backstory is that this guy is the son of a, a, Let's call him a servant... To the the school, the the school of Chi, right? Chi is the the master, the the, the seafood, or whatever you want to call him. I don't know what he's really called, the teacher of of the um, <laughs> the school, the big man. And um, at some stage, he has enemies, and those enemies um, come and storm the school. And this one servant, who it's never explained why. He knows how to fight because it's made fairly clear that he is not a student. He just sweeps up at the end of the night or something like that. But he fights off the whole of the enemies. Him one. um, With the skills that he apparently has but doesn't know how he has. And um, in return for this this good deed, um, the teacher says that he will take his son in. Um, into the school and and teach him the ways of the chi and will also treat him like his own son. And we hard cut to, I guess, 20 years later when, or 15 years later when this guy is a young man and he is essentially the best student in the school, but nobody likes him because, you know, he's teacher's pet or something. Right? Um, And uh, Everybody treats him badly, including the uh, daughter of Chi himself, right? And uh, how he gets his hand lopped off is that she just is upset with him and cuts it off, right? There is no fight. He literally just finished beating up people. And he's just surprised because the woman is just like, oh, no, you you know what? And picks up the thing and just lops off his arm. And it's so weird. But um, he, as you say, he like... Um, and it's the best scene where he,
1: where the it arm gets lopped off. You just see the <laughs> arm drop on the ground. And it's like, <laughs> it's
2: incredible. Every, uh, you, you could say she was disarming.
3: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Um, but yeah, this, I mean, it, this movie has all of the tropes. It has um, a woman uh, bringing this man back to health um, who he falls in love with for no reason. It has... Uh, a scene where he sits down and murders a thousand people while pretending to eat food and not care. It um, has him coming and, and, and protecting his his master, his teacher. It has all of the things there. Um, and the, the movie is so action-packed with bad action that I honestly do not understand why I love the action. Because it's not good. Um, and... It's just a romp. It is a fun romp with ridiculous situations, um, and it works so well. The one thing, I mean... And here is probably the biggest reason why I love this movie. It has to do with how stupid everything is. So here is uh, the concept or the, the... the mechanics behind um how cheese uh enemies can essentially murder all of the cheese school and it is as follows they have realized that first of all their master fought some guy who was a chi person and it took them apparently the fight lasted three days and in fighting, he studied all of the cheese moves and has designed a weapon to defeat all of cheese moves. And here is how um, the weapon is designed. Apparently, this is a thing. All of the cheese school is right-handed. And therefore, they have created this weapon to be held in the left hand to counteract the right-handedness of the cheese style. And like, as soon as you hear that. You know immediately what is happening because, of course, Mr. Man, the one-armed bandit, the one-armed um, swordsman, has lost his right at hand, thereby making him the only chi master to be able to counteract the countermeasure because he cannot he literally cannot fight with his right hand and you know like as soon as they said that and as soon as like the everything put into was put into place and everything is put into motion i said to myself i will love the shit out of this movie and i did um, and i cannot wait to get into like I, I i love that clearly i'm not the only one who loved this movie this much because I remember, as a joke, I went into the WhatsApp group and I said, "We need to do a marathon of the One Arm Man." What I was actually going to say was, "We just need to watch this movie five times." But after a quick Google search while I was talking in the um, in the WhatsApp group, I found that there are actually about five related movies to this to this shitty little film, and I cannot wait to watch them all. <laughs>
1: I just want. I've not seen. I actually have the box set. I've not seen it. What? I've not made. No, not the not the one arm box set. I have the Zatoichi box set. Yeah, yeah, you have. I've not yeah. made it to the Zatoichi film where he meets the one arm one arm swordsman. Mm-hmm. I want to imagine that that's the last movie with him because Zatoichi kills him. Because Zatoichi is awesome, um, but yeah. This movie I, I inherently agree with you a lot, Douglas like, this movie is really stupid, and I had a lot of fun with it. Like it's interesting to go with the difference between the last three movies we've talked about, which um, Come Drink with me was really dumb, but at the same time it had a lot of a lot of sincere elements of the wuxia genre. Um, this movie is just like a dumb superhero movie. Right, And it's the second movie I've ever seen from this director, and it, 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 it works, it, it makes sense, based on what I've seen before, of him just making really dumb kung fu movies where they use swords instead of fists. Um, and it is... It was a fun time. It was just nonsense, like, even to the point where later on in the movie, where our hero goes to save Chi's um, daughter... Um, who is captured, and he's like, they can't know me, so I must wear a mask, as if he's Batman. Um, (laughs) And it's really dumb, and it's really... Like, I had a lot of fun with this stupid movie, and it's it's a dumb kung fu movie. Like, it's the movie Damien keeps describing every time he talks about these films, and it is that in spades, and... I enjoyed myself with this one. It makes me wish I had put more of these style of like the guillotine head big man movies in this marathon, but I also did want to watch a lot of those King who movies. So, Hey.
2: Uh, all right. So I don't need to talk about this movie at all. Uh, I will just give you people, uh, uh one of, uh, uh, one of my childhood stories, uh, uh for about a summer, uh, me and all of my idiot friends uh, walked around with sticks hitting each other, screaming Buddha bless, uh, repeatedly. <laughs> uh, it, it will come as no surprise that the reason we started doing this is because we sat down and watched this movie. And unlike Douglas, Because the the internet was, uh, let's say, amusing (laughs) back in the 90s. But we knew there were more of these movies. Because the place where we got this movie from had more of these movies. (laughs) And so we proceeded to watch the rest of these movies. uh, Which I didn't know there was more than three. Because we only saw three of these movies. And... uh, so for the entire summer what would happen is we'd watch these movies uh, head outside uh, get sticks and uh, hit each other uh, screaming buddha bless each other uh, uh, and so you can there might be some way to trace my love of arms and kung foolery. might back to that point <laughs> there may be some connection i'm not sure I'm not a scientist but there may be some connection between the two and the thing the thing I hadn't realized until watching this one is that part of the reason I mm. I enjoyed but didn't fully enjoy the previous movies is because they were not In They weren't dubbed. In my mind, watching this kind of bad action with the dub, it kind of brings everything together. Because the English is bad, the lip sync is bad, and the action is also bad. So it feels cohesive. When I watch it in the native language, it feels like these movies are to be taken seriously but you can't because of what is happening on the screen. So when you hear the dub, and when you hear it, when you hear the English speakers be bad, and when you see the the lips not even come close to lining up, in your mind, you already know you're watching madness. And so when the the action lines up with the madness, everything just works. And I have been on here the entire time just saying how much I love these dumb movies. Because I look like, there's no, in watching these movies, there's no differentiating these movies. Like, they're just one, it's just a solid stream of lunacy. So it's not, like, picking one above the other. Like, Douglas clearly loves this one more than the rest. But for me there's no different like i'm not seeing a different movie it's more of the same movies i really i and this is genuine i'm not just saying this for saying it i genuinely don't see any differences in this all of them. difference
1: from the one swordsman to um, a touch of zen
2: like all of them feel the same like much like how all marvel movies just at some point run into each other um, with like very few outliers. Like all Marvel movies are like a B and then you get one or two of them that are like A's and those stand out, but all of what? Everything else. Like is there a difference between say Black Widow and um, Captain Marvel? no, no. <laughs> they're the same movie <laughs> right if if you really push me i'd tell you that there's these different things happen but when you step back there's literally no difference they've just cut and pasted different things and said here is a brand new movie and that is what all these movies are they're just Karachi nonsense there one where a man uh had the power of wind for some reason and we laughed at that <laughs> and in this world there's those people losing arms for no reason but the I mean, technology no is
1: reason it's the name of the movie
2: right the technology isn't there for you to not see that it's just a person with their hand behind their back like <laughs> Like you can I, don't s- even, I don't
1: even <laughs> think it was behind his back for most of the movie. I thought it was like in front of like him right. in, right. in the shirt.
2: Right. It's clear that there's a hand there and the premise, like once you got to the finale of this movie, I imagine Douglas falling off of his coach, just laughing because he cannot believe that they, they're, they're wasting the time to like You can picture someone being like oh this is clever and then you're just watching it going this is the dumbest thing (laughs) that you could put (laughs) at this point in time none of this makes any sense and thank you for doing that because now i don't have to pretend and so that's why like not only is are all these movies showered in nostalgia for me but even watching them now they're so dumb like i didn't have context for why i enjoyed them as a child but i do know they're dumb action (laughs) and they don't pretend not to be that and this is why i'm afraid for the matrices uh part four because i think they think there's a story to tell with the matrix but they are mistaken (laughs) the matrix was never a story the matrix was an excuse for cool action scenes (laughs) and they didn't learn that in the following two sequels and i think they still haven't learned that the matrix is listen i understand that it's their creation although apparently was stolen from some other none of that is important I understand that it meant something different for the Wachowskis while making The Matrix. And they made... The first one was so popular that it gave them carte blanche to make the thing they wanted with two and three. But they were mistaken. mistake. <laughs> the Ma- John Wick is the ultimate answer to what The Matrix isn't. John Wick... Everyone looked at Keanu Reeves and said... He can't be an action star. And then he was in the Matrix. And then he, everyone's like, all right, Keanu can be an action star. And then it took almost 20 years for people to look back at him and go. Remember how he was good in action movies? Let's get him back. And he did the first John Wick. And it was so good because they didn't tell any stories. And then they just kept making John Wick movies. And people are now excited for John Wick. but No one is excited for the Matrix 4. Because so you don't know what that is. We know what John Wick 4 is going to be. We have no confusion whatsoever. John Wick 4 will be John Wick 1, 2, and 3. What is the Matrix 4? I don't know, dog. <laughs> I don't know what Matrix 4 is. I saw that trailer. Am I excited for that trailer? Maybe. <laughs> like the song. I like the song in that trailer. Is that good?
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It is, it is. Uh, uh, but yeah listen i enjoyed this marathon because of course i would like <laughs> from andrew picked the movies i was just like all right cool
1: damon was like yeah. all right we have we have four four episodes yeah. where
2: he doesn't have to come here upset every week it was there came a point where i stopped watching these movies but i don't like i don't really have a reason as to why i just didn't watch them anymore because i just didn't you watch found, them anymore.
3: you found
1: better things to watch
2: yeah no um no that's not that's not <laughs> that's d- certainly not the reason why the
1: internet told you you needed to see citizen king uh, i
2: i have been watching some tr- truly dreadful things Ah, uh, <laughs> but yeah i've always liked these kind, like uh andrew likes uh what's that What's that series that they barely did any Kung Fu in that Andrew was trying to conf- convince me? And he, he had like one fight on a train somewhere. And I told you that, that this movie isn't real Kung Fu-lery. What's the name of that movie?
1: You kind of have to help me out a bit
3: more. <laughs> I think he's Master of Tai Chi. Is that it? Yeah, something like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, no, one, the the one upset. no man no, no man sorry. it was an actual no, one the one that you get upset andrew because um weinstein took it and chopped it up oh the grandmaster right grandmaster. the grandmaster because yeah, yeah. right.
1: you and, said t i think he said a tv series so it's very confusing.
2: no man i was saying i was watching bad tv series but that's that's separate from this sorry um right andrew saw the grandmaster i'm like that is not kung foolery and andrew got very upset because andrew thought that is what kung fu is. But now Andrew knows better. Go back and watch The Grandmaster now and tell me if that
3: movie is good. Well, I would if someone would sell me the proper oh, yeah. cut of that movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, I, there's not a lot that I agree with um, Weinstein about. <laughs> but
2: but yeah. that
3: no. how, how I imagine he cut that movie... Is it's, it's, it's probably, probably for the best. <laughs> yes, best. I'd willing to
1: do this as a podcast experiment where we all watch the wide steed cut of that movie. No, thank you, and
3: see, if, and see if you guys like it more. Hey, I'd have to
2: watch that movie again, and the answer is no. <laughs>
3: no Damien, I mean, the truth is, you know, remember, you and I sat down here and we spoke about that movie, and yeah. we said that the kung foolery was decent. And yeah. If there was none of the other stuff, we probably right. would have liked that movie. Yeah, so I have a feeling that this movie is actually good <laughs> oh, uh, the weinstein version Probably. Yes. he's
2: funny. like there's a lot of talking in this and i don't want to hear it
1: <laughs> but what if he cut out the kung fuery i'm just saying no one's that dumb <laughs> he's he's wrong about many things yeah actually a lot of things like actually, a lot i'm pretty sure like most things he mm. said was wrong yeah most things he did was bad
2: right Right. But I think he has enough sense to see kung fu for what it is.
1: Yeah. Anyways, moving along mm-hmm. um, into what we've been watching.
2: Alright, I came out of my yard and went to carp.
3: You did not.
1: I
2: did. Sorry, what? I came out of my house and of went all... to camp.
3: I thought you guys were in lockdown. When was Carib open? I mean, Carib's been open
2: this entire time. Yeah, it has
3: been. I assume... Uh, But that's hard, though. I guess they have, what, like Saturday matinees now?
2: So it's 2.30 and 3.15 on a Saturday. Saturday. And apparently they have, like, midday movies now. I I didn't go and watch that one.
1: Like on regular weekdays?
2: Yeah. So when the football ended on Saturday, we we realized that there was no more real football for the remainder of the day and it was like two o'clock and so I had gone to our friend's house and we it's the first time we've been together as like a friend group for a good long time and we realized there was no more football uh, that we wanted to watch and so we're just like listen curfew is in like half (laughs) so so let's go out and like find somewhere we can go eat or whatever and then someone said hey Damien, have you seen that um new marvel movie and i went there's um
3: oh oh
2: disney won't allow me to pay for it so there's no way to see it and he's
1: talk about shanky right and
2: he's like hey they're showing it at carib and i went why not (laughs) my mother is fully vaccinated let's do this and carib still sucks but that movie is fine. That right, movie so is like before all Before about of. the movie,
1: Damien. Yes. Because the movie is secondary in this conversation. Yes. Right? I like right? to hear about you. Besides the usual Carib nonsense. Mm-hmm. Right? What was new for you going to the movie now? Like, what's it been? 18 months? Since yeah. Since the last time you'd been in Carib?
2: Mm-hmm. Like, it's... What,
1: what's going on?
2: So, uh, clearly the light bill is too high. So, India is very dark. Uh, even the places where you buy concessions is dark (laughs) so so they're not turning on all the lights i guess to save money Who, who knows but outside of that everything else in carib is as you remember it um the screen is still blurry because of course they didn't upgrade the screen uh was it in 3d no i don't think it was in 3d um but I can't wait for, because I used to complain about this a lot. Um, and then Douglas got the TV. So I can't, and Douglas used to kind of complain about it. <laughs> but I can't wait for the next time Douglas goes to Cairn, having not seen the screen for a good long time. Looking at that screen, I'm going, this looks 720p. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, either this is out of focus or this is in 720. I do not appreciate, I do not like any part of this. And now that he has good speakers as well, he'll finally be able to appreciate the thing I've been saying to him all these years. That this sounds bad, <laughs> uh, but
1: Are also interning you in the theater.
2: No, no, no. they're not doing anything. No. <laughs> Care is just open. <laughs> like so. there's a man at the door with hand sanitizer, and after that point, nothing is. No one.
1: question yes is it the same doorman for the last 20 years i don't remember i don't (laughs) think so no this
2: guy is too young to be the same doorman okay um
1: i feel like that guy like probably
2: misses me um so we we did the smart thing and sat in um because it it wasn't full so we sat um in the seats to the side like none of the seats in the middle We, we were just like listen COVID still exists, so let's sit in the corner here towards the back. And we did that. Um, And there's just a lot of people marching in. Uh, Like, they tell you that you're supposed to wear a mask at the beginning, but they sell food. Also, there's no one in there checking for masks. (laughs) Nobody's checking anything. (laughs) You just march in there. And so that was is still doing it big but i did get to see um shang chi Quan chi or whatever that the name of the movie is. Uh, why why damien and it's <laughs> it's fine i actually that, really like it that movie is it's it's one of the like it's not in the top tier marvel movies but it's not thor 2 it's not close Oh, it's
1: you, you went you went right right to the bottom. like yes, you right. even so like go for like a
2: lower tier. <laughs> All right, so it's it's probably better than Black Widow and um.
3: Oh wow, I actually quite like Black Widow. Yeah, so, so it's right. It's good.
2: it's better than Black Widow. Um, Aquafina. Uh, is,
3: is perfect in everything she's in. I agree. It is. That is in this and
2: she's hilarious
3: of course she is. Um, she's al-
1: she's also one of the few characters in this movie where you can feel while they give her stuff to do you're like you could cut her out and it'd be fine yeah
2: <laughs> um but the reason she's in it is because someone like gave her lines and she quickly ignored whatever was written on the paper and just was aquafina so and-
3: what andrew is saying is aquafina is a new cat dennings yeah, yeah, basically. She's the cat that needs of this movie. Yeah, and she'll probably be
2: written out of the next movie that he shows up in. But for now, it's fine. Um, hey, Douglas, l- let's, there's, let me not set expectations high it is a marvel movie Yeah,
3: it's a marvel movie so it is, is there's no way for me right that so there
2: is a level of quality that is there but it does not exceed that bar. <laughs> sure
3: enough
1: <laughs> so like i also saw this movie and mm-hmm. i actually like i feel like i like this movie more than what you're describing like the, the the thing with this movie is that first of all it's like a dumb adventure movie and it has fun with it It especially I felt it made sense for me watching it in the middle of us doing this Wuxia marathon, because as much as we like to joke about Marvel not getting international things, Mm -hmm. I feel like it got the Wuxia thing down in like all of the way that it deals with those 10 rings. Um, And it's so awesome. A lot of the fight scenes are just great. Um, Tony Leung as the bad guy is incredible. Um, like, he's up there with Killmonger for me as, like, one of the best bad guys in the Marvel movies. Um, Who is Killmonger? Um, Black Panther.
3: Black pa- oh, okay. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Um,
1: All right. Yes, yeah. Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and the, only, the, the true failing of this movie is the ending, where yeah. it just goes, like, we have to have CG everywhere.
3: Right. And, like, it's just... It's crazy. still like, a, like, a Marvel yeah, movie. At
1: that point is when it kicks in with the it's still a Marvel. Right. But, it's one of the, but it's one of those movies that, and we've said this on this podcast before, I had so much fun for the first 90-so minutes that I forgave right. the nonsense. And that's that why I it's mean. not
2: in the bad camp. That is, what, But it doesn't do anything to elevate it. Like, there's nothing in this one where you're just like, yeah, man, this is one of the special ones. This is just hey we have we have another marvel one
1: touch under the special ones
2: right Uh, like there's you know um all right let's it is not it's not endgame it's not thor ragnarok
1: it's not thor 3 those
2: are those are the two top tiers and it's it's below that but it is closer to being in the middle than it is to being Thor 3, if you understand what I'm saying, Douglas. Yeah. Like, it, it's fine. It's not bad. It's, like, it didn't feel like what Fast 9 felt like, which is a waste of time. This actually did the thing, and there's some fun things in there. The actu- they, listen, they've been making these movies for so long the action scenes across the board in marvel movies at this point are set in stone like (laughs) they make good action scenes until the end where it's just a giant cg mess and then you're just like whatever guys (laughs) 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 whatever um but unlike in all the other marvel movies where the people are good at kung fu kind of for reasons (laughs) they're just like hey we're good at martial arts because super who knows these guys actually trained to do this so it feels it feels uh, alright. Uh, this is a thing that is in the trailers douglas so he has a fight on a bus, right and so that fight starts out and it's just him fighting dudes and when it was him fighting dudes it was fine but because this is a marvel movie at some point the boss had to be cut in half and then it is just CG nonsense. And so you understand that this is a Marvel movie. And so we have to do this. And that is how all the fights go. The fights start out and they feel grounded and, and good. And then they have to be super powered. So at some point it just feel like every other Marvel fight by the end of the fight. And that's what this movie is. I
1: really love those rings though.
2: There, there are... Two people in this movie that bring a lot of jokes one i one can't is, talk about one is aquafina the other one i cannot tell you i will not tell douglas about this but when he shows up you will die <laughs> and the people who made the movie realize that and they keep him in this movie Just for the sole purpose.
3: I know who you're talking about of making it funny. I saw. I saw that the fella is in this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Let's not say it yet. I think you're talking about uh, a former Marvel character.
2: No. No.
1: (laughs) Moving along. Yes. Um, So yeah, you'll see. It's fine. Um, So Uh, yeah, it also was my first attempt to go to a theater in 18 months. And it's crazy. Like it's it's more control than what you're describing out no, here.
3: No, we're like, just it's just carib. Like
1: like like when he when I even bought the ticket, like they have them distance, so like you buy a seat and they immediately block out around you. Like you can buy like as many seats as you want. Let's say if you're going <laughs> with five friends and then they just block out around you. Um but you know, they say wear masks, but people are eating food, just like how you described. Yeah. Um But the thing that got me like it's just it's like, even right now, the, the film festival is going on, and I have a few films from that I'm going to talk about later. Um, and they're doing in-person screenings, but I'm still, I like, I'm like, all right, I can't do this, like, every day, like I used to. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, like, in my head, I'm like, maybe I'll go out for Dune when that comes out. But <laughs> it, um, it's, it was weird. It was weird to be, it was weird for the first time in 18 months to turn off my cell phone for two full hours and not look at it while i'm watching things it's weird <laughs> to not know what's happening with noah for the last for the first time for more than an hour um like literally i was like on my phone before i turned it off like checking the camera being like oh he's asleep um everything's okay and then immediately when the movie was over i was like flipping up my phone being like okay is there did i get a message while it was in the movie is everything fine everything's fine um, but you know, it was, it was the first time and it was weirdly stressful, um, that I did not expect.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> wow. no, Andrew, no, you,
3: you're all grown up. <laughs> no such
2: so stresses here in Jamaica. Caribbean is just open. Like okay. <laughs> if you didn't know there was a pandemic and you went into that theater, no you You couldn't convince anybody yeah you couldn't (laughs) convince anybody that there was a pandemic um but then the movie was over and i went outside and it was daytime and i was very upset (laughs) i realized that as much as i had said that carib should open earlier to i don't like when movies are over it should be nighttime when i go to the theater and come out and go outside i want darkness i I do not want this song
1: i love daytime movies i love leaving a movie and being like oh i still have like eight hours to do stuff i want when (laughs) the
2: movie is over i want to go home and go to sleep that's what
1: what you should do is you should watch more movies like yeah (laughs) movie number two and number three Uh, no
2: no we still have a strict curfew and then we have an even stricter super curfew (laughs) this is uh let's not talk about that yeah, uh, which we're currently in i wonder yeah. if
3: if when i go outside to put out my garbage if i'm if i'm being a criminal if I'm yep. being i mean law, I, probably I,
2: am. I can yeah. tell you that uh there was for a brief let's say 15 minutes there was traffic outside i mean part of it is because the roads are bad but still no one should be out there so the fact that there's a line of traffic out there is not great uh uh, yeah 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 jamaica let's not talk about jamaica anymore uh it makes me sad uh rick and morty uh ended i watched all of them uh we're at season five now rick and morty is the same like if you if you like rick and morty you should continue watching it if you did not at any point don't do this to yourself uh but it's fine I like the overarching story that they're telling. uh, Evil Morty is doing some stuff and that makes me happy. Uh, But it's because it's been happening for five years now. uh, There's nothing out of left field anymore. Everything feels it's starting to feel like Rick and Morty is stealing from themselves. Like there's... i I mean creativity has to have limits i assume and i don't know what i think they've exhausted all sci-fi tropes to the point where they're creating their own tropes that they have to tell stories based off the tropes they've created and so it doesn't feel as magical as it once did but it's still fun it's still fun to hang around with these characters and it, it doesn't feel stale yet but it isn't as new and refreshing anymore. Uh, but I still quite enjoy uh, Rick and Morty. I think I thing that I do not enjoy. And Douglas will be upset, but I do not care. Uh, Douglas told me to watch Jet... Jet with as many teasers you can find. Uh douglas oversold this show i think i would have liked it more if i stumbled upon this i wouldn't have had any expectations and i'd have just gone happens. in and gone yeah this is fine i like this which is what the the overall conclusion is it is fine i like it but that is not what douglas sold me douglas sold me something better and douglas is a liar <laughs> uh are they making more of this douglas do you know well
3: so here's the thing this show is about three or four years old yes yeah, so, so you um, said the last it, time so i don't yeah. know if
2: the reason this is up uh, like maybe you read some article where they're like we're making more of these and that's how you no, started watching no,
3: it. no i didn't it actually just showed up on hbo okay. and and that's why i saw it um and some people have been kind of guessing and spelling and hoping okay. because when i was looking um into the news um it got cancelled mainly because cinemax was like we're not doing any more shows and they were trying to shop it around to other people and it didn't work out and people just like me were saying hey um if they're just all of a sudden putting this on hbo um on hbo now or max or whatever it's called maybe it's because they're they're like beta testing like how many people are streaming this and do people want to see more um and apparently the folks behind it wanted to do more so I don't know. I hope so.
2: Okay. Um, that's, I mean, that's that's pretty much it, outside of sports. Um, the um, Omar died from The Wire, and so I started rewatching The Wire, but that was going to happen regardless. Like, it's not, it may have triggered an earlier third viewing for the year, but I had seen The Wire, uh, wire to wire <laughs> twice already this year so so i mean and the matrix trailer came out and i rewatched the first matrix just to remind myself of when it was good and i watched like a compilation of the fights for the second and third one on youtube because that's what youtube is built for at this point <laughs> and uh the cg in the latter two uh didn't age gracefully <laughs> some of those fights look bad look like playstation 2 bad yeah, they're
1: not great i can, great.
3: Imagine, I, can I, I can imagine specifically that that fight where he fights all the agents yeah all the agent smiths yeah <laughs> i
2: remember when i just saw that the transition didn't seem as jarring were you watching it no i'm bored. <laughs>
1: It's hilarious for you to say that about PlayStation 2, given how much... When that trailer came out, everyone's posting this video of Morpheus dying in the MMORPG. Yeah. Which I'm guessing was PS2 Hero? Yeah, I think so. as to whenever that game came out? Yeah. Um, And that's hilarious to me. PS2,
2: PS3 at best. PS3 at best. And you see those clips and you're just like, boy, that's what video games used to look like. (laughs) Um... So yeah, like, listen, the Matrix is still the Matrix. Like, for all for all the madness that the Watchers have gotten wrong post the Matrix, you guys think um, Speed Racer is good? I think you're both on the drugs. Uh, no, Cloud no, Atlas no, is.
3: Hold on. Yes. I just want to make it clear. I have never said Speed Racer is good. I have always kept to Speed Racer the, the Speed Racer is bad side of the argument. Okay. <laughs> Alright, <cool>. It's
1: <laughs> nice to know that you guys are wrong.
2: Cool. Um Cloud Atlas, I saw again last year, and while I appreciated Cloud Atlas more on its first viewing, subsequent viewings, I do not appreciate that movie. I've been anyway.
1: meaning- watch that movie forever anywhere near Never as much that movie
2: there's parts of that movie that i love which makes sense it's a movie uh, it's just vignettes so there are some vignettes that are amazing and some that uh should not have been in the movie uh but that first matrix movie is still spectacular everything that they did still like to the- to this day is still it still holds up with all of these action movies that we make now. And so I hope Matrices part four is good, but that trailer did looking not give for me fun hope.
1: to be honest. Like I look at that trailer and I, I read it entirely as sequel that feels like reboot and they'll hand it off to a different actor if it makes money.
2: So, right. Andrew, you know, when I said good, I am talking specifically about the action to talk ratio. Right? Like, I am not talking about the story being good. That, is, that was never my concern.
1: I'm just looking at it hoping that I don't cringe throughout the whole of it. Whether they get away with that via your method, or mm-hmm. whether they get away with it via a different method. I just hope that it's just not like, oh, why did I come here kind of movie. So, um, right.
2: Before, before you, you move on to what you guys are watching, I watched a video um on youtube uh where this girl was um saying that the matrix to the matrix um revolved or revolution the last two and three are good actually something like that is the title and she's talking specifically um through the lens of the transgender messages that were in all of the matrix movies and I'm not a transgender person and so would not have read the music, the, the movies as such. But watching the video, I could see some of it. The problem is that that movie should have been an action movie. <laughs> and so she's falling into the same trap that the people who watched the first movie and were like, what if the Matrix were a real man? And those that I, those are the people <laughs> that clearly have attached themselves to the Matrix. But not for the re Like, the Matrix ripped off anime action. But anime action was always consistent in the fact that we're just saying words so that we can explain away <laughs> what is about to take place. <laughs> we're not actually telling any stories because the stories are stupid. <laughs> we just need a way to justify this Bombastic action scenes. And while I appreciate that someone would waste an hour and a half of my life to explain these movies in a at a in a view that I never have. And I quite enjoyed her video. I am afraid that people like her have had input into the Matrix for her. (laughs) And that's not (laughs) that's not what I want. (laughs) But uh no matter what happens, I'll always have season eight of Game of Thrones. So I won. You know what I won? Like I won the biggest uh, thing of all time. All right, I
1: think that, I think that's the end of Damien's segment. Like, I'm going to mute his microphone now. Like
3: we've had enough of this. <laughs> Damien wins the podcast. Yeah, uh, that,
2: okay. and movies and TV shows. I won. <laughs>
3: So I'll just, I'll just echo Damien's thoughts on um, Rick and Morty. I wasn't going to talk about it, but I, I I too have watched this season, and it's enjoyable. It's Rick and Morty. Let's move on. Um, I've
1: episode three.
3: Oh, okay. I thought you said you weren't I watching. Start, I started
1: it again the other day, and I'm like, all right, let's get through this now that it's ended.
3: <laughs> nice. Um, so I'm going to talk about a few things. Um, let us start with a movie I should not have watched, by the name of Vacation Friends, that is uh, a new Hulu movie starring. I think his name is Rel. Um, I think. Lil it's Rel. Yeah, I think it's Little Rel, mm-hmm. um, and uh, along with friend from um, Andrew's favorite show. Um, what's it called again? Issa Issa Rae. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so she's in it as as well as Andrew's favorite former wrestler. Um, who, dro- who rides on? I mean, in, I mean, second
1: Mars. favorite. The Rock is the favorite, right? <laughs> All right, fair enough. John Cena is second. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um, I was kind of yeah. so. I don't know why I watched it to be honest, because I knew it was going to be bad, and it turned out to be actually bad. But I suppose I was hoping for the Cena effect. Um, and pair that with not so many things otherwise to watch on the weekend that I was watching it. And I ended up watching it. It was not great. Please don't watch it.
1: Um, is there enough John Cena though? No, there is. No, there is. Okay, not, cool. There <laughs> I won't bother then. <laughs> don't do this to yourself. It's not even worth it.
3: He said,
2: he said Little Rail was in it. Like, that alone. <laughs> Should have been like...
3: So, I am also going to talk about a rewatch. Uh, I watched Get Shorty. Which is a '90s movie, I believe. Um, it stars a bunch of folks. It's it's uh, a very like a lot of people talk about this movie. It's famous. Um, you have Travolta, you have Gene Hackman, um, you have a lot of people in this movie, and I'm surprised at how much I like this movie. <laughs> I remember I mean, liking it's it a when I watched Sonnenfeld it it film. I know, makes, right? He makes bangers. He really does. I I, I have to say. Um, he made the Adams Family, I think. He made Men in Black. He's like. They're remaking the so
2: Adams Family. Oh, you guys yeah. going to watch that?
3: Um, the I won't ca- watch the cartoon. The, the cartoon movie, cartoon version. I, I will probably try the Tim Burton movie. Have you heard about this? Yes. Yeah, Tim Burton is making a, a remake, but it's more about Wednesday Adams instead of the actual full so, family. I've seen the Ad- new Adams Family movie, and it's
1: perfect. It's a it's a 20 second video that was just released online of Oscar Isaac kissing Jessica Chastain's arm. That's the perfect Adams (laughs) family movie. It's Gomez and Morticia. That's all I need. Uh,
3: Oh, Chastain is Morticia in the cartoons.
1: I don't know, but I'm making her, I'm making her Morticia for my dumb (laughs) joke.
3: (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Um, He's building his own movie universe. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, get short is great. Um, i will now talk about some tv shows um i'll just say uh, say quickly and move on that i've been watching marvel cartoon um shows yeah what and, if yeah the what if and actually it's they're okay they're fine i've um, liked two of them yeah yeah um
2: this last one wasn't great
3: this which one was the last one Remind the zombie me. one yeah, the zombie one was just yeah zombies, whatever. Um, that's true. But I, I think I kind of like the others um, so far. Um,
1: the... I'm I'm upset at how much they're making Hank Pym the bad guy.
3: Ay <laughs> <laughs> ay whatever. Because yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. He's a bad guy in the one before this, and he. I mean. Is... I mean he's the zombie one is not really zombies, yeah, he's not really but, the bad guy. But he is he is a cause though. Cause right, he's, he's the is, cause, you know, but he's not yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> so okay, um I'm gonna talk about some shows that I have watched in the past, um, but that I am rediscovering in a sense. One is not really a big rediscovery, it's just that I um haven't seen it in a while and have realized how much I love it. It's spaced. I love spaced and it is on amazon and let me tell you how much i love this show i love this show so much that i am willing to watch it on amazon um with ads amazon says to me that i don't have it with prime i can watch it for free with ads and i have actually almost watched the whole of the first season um with like actually sitting through ads i love this show Um, I actually just bought the DVD, so I'm going to probably put it, um, rip it, and and be able to watch it without the ads. I'm actually very upset that they have not released it in HD and have done some searching, and apparently they never will um, because of how it was filmed, unfortunately. Uh, But I am so enamored with this TV show. The next thing I'm going to talk about, and I've only watched one episode so far, but I feel like I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. We, we spoke about this TV show a little bit earlier before the podcast. Um, when I was a young warthog, uh, me and Andrew, Andrew may not remember because this is a long time ago, but I'm not sure. Um, uh, me and Andrew used to watch this show with, with, our, with our parents. In particular, our dad loved this show um, by the name of Desmond's. It is a British show, apparently it was made for Channel 4, and it's about... I remember I used to think he was Trinidadian, but he's definitely not. He's from Guyana. Um, But he's this Guyanese immigrant um, to England, to Peckham, and he runs a barbershop, and it's his barbershop. It's called Desmond's, hence the the name of the show. And his family lives um, above the barbershop, and it really is, you know, a typi- a stereotypical uh, uh, comedy, um, a, a rom- not, not rom-com, sorry. It's a stere- stereotypical sitcom, sitcom mm-hmm. um, about a minority family in uh, a, a Immigrants. white yeah, place, right? Immigrants. So essentially, it's like- it's, and, and how all of these shows work, and it seems like this is... Uh, country or non-country specific Um, all these shows work is they are the cosby show in another place right so this is cosby show in a barbershop and it's great um I, i remember loving it i actually watched the first episode and you know found it fun you have characters like pork pie who um is He's hilarious. He's like that grumpy old man, um, wears his hat and has his, you know, his idiosyncrasies. And it, it's great. You know, you have you get to have the the dynamics of people who come to barbershops and just talk shit, which is a big barbershop um, thing in every other show, but is obviously a big part of this. You have the family aspect of it, you know, where I'm sure they're going to deal with with, you um, situations like oh please don't get pregnant when you're a teenager or this is how you deal with life you know like how how bad things happen in life and that kind of thing um but they wrap it up in you know this this fairly um non-aggressive comedy show you know so it's pretty cool um and obviously you know the reason why i'm sure my dad loves it and a lot of people love it is because you, you get the representation, in particular for us as Jamaicans, representation from um, somewhere Caribbean or Caribbean-related mm-hmm. um, uh, in this big, fancy British world, right? Um, so it's great, it's a fun show. And for those of you who have never heard of it, it is on Amazon Prime, um, and you can watch it without ads for free. It's fantastic. I was very pleased to find it, and will be continuing to watch it. Um, And with that said, I am done with all of the long talking. I am now here to tell you, Damien, that you have a movie you need to watch. Um, (laughs) I actually had... Very little expectations for this movie. It's a Netflix movie that goes by the name nope, of nope, Kate. Nope, nope,
2: nope, 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 You just said Netflix movie. I know, you I have know. disqualified yourself, Douglas and Robertson.
3: And I agree. Except, Damien, the movie is called Kate. The movie should be called Kate Wick. Like, Damien White. Damien White.
2: Douglas. This if- Douglas, you already wasted my time with jet. T- 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 <laughs> All right,
1: Douglas, I have important questions here because yes. I know exactly what this movie is. Mm-hmm. I've not watched it because mm-hmm. I saw a trailer for it and yes. I knew it was it was a a new in the long series of mm-hmm. if we put neon lights and have yes. guns in it, it's cool. Yes. So uh-huh. you watch it uh-huh. movie. Mm-hmm. Does it have anything other than neon lights?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it has mary elizabeth winstead okay just being amazing okay yeah being john wick so this movie no i'm i'm going to try and not oversell it because it is at its core just a dumb action movie right Mm -hmm. um and
2: uh, it's on netflix douglas
3: and it's on netflix
2: and they've never made a good one of these (laughs)
3: and remember I the old
2: know. guard the last time they got oh me using female talent that God. i like was the old guard and
3: you got me to watch that movie then. and that well, movie <laughs> <It> is trash <laughs> but this movie still is haven't trash watched in, the, it. In, in the good way don't. right like um i maybe a part of it has to do also with my expectations as i went in similar to jet um, because I went in with all of this context that you're talking about, right? It's a Netflix movie. Not only is it a Netflix movie, it's a Netflix movie that sounds just like another Netflix movie that I just watched maybe a month ago that was not good, right? That, um, that Was one that one the milkshake Dylan. one? The what? The milkshake one? Yeah, the milkshake one. Yeah, because um, that's the
1: other thing. I saw a milkshake. Yeah. I didn't watch the movie. I saw the trailer mm-hmm. and went,
3: fuck you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and I actually
3: watched the movie and went "fuck you," right? So that movie isn't good. Um, and similarly, I thought this was going to be kind of crappy, but I was pleasantly surprised with the amount of fun I had with it. Um, it has Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Woody Harrelson. Even though Woody Harrelson is a, a, a side chick in this film, um, yes, Damien, your hand is up. Yes, me. I have a
2: question. Why are you watching Netflix movies? <laughs> I we have know. established a long time ago <laughs> that they don't make good movies so why <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm do you just, keep roma, doing roma this? Is
1: sitting right here yeah. Roma is right here yeah. <laughs> hey,
2: hey roma is the exception that proves the rule um
3: right? is it though? also
2: is it though, also they bought that just off like a shelf <laughs> no netflix executive had anything to do with the movie was done Yep. won some awards and daddy netflix w- came in with a bag of money and said i need to win some oscars
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: give me that one
3: yeah. the one near the top i need a top <laughs> shelf movie <laughs> but um damian this movie is extremely like fun um she goes around it's it truly is set up like john wick so oh, gosh, don't um, do this to me again She I'm going she to be gets- very upset <laughs> She gets herself poisoned, mm-hmm. um, she's a badass assassin, and mm-hmm. she literally has one night to live, and that night is spent revenging. All um, right. It is... I, I love hold on, I love hold
1: on. Mm-hmm. I, I, need, I need an adjustment here, then. Mm-hmm. I need your help, Douglas. Yeah. Um, you have spent the entire of this movie talking about John Wick. Yeah. But it sounds like, from what you described in the plot, this is really crank.
3: No, no, no. I mean, in the sense that, like, uh, Crank has poison, has revenging, sure. But it's not what Crank is. Crank Crank is is, over the top. Yeah, Crank is more...
2: Crank is fast and furious. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Crank
3: is laughing at what what this is uh, more than being action, rather than this is action. This is, like... I would actually put this more akin to to like old boy than crank, but I wouldn't even make that um, comparison either because it is not. Okay. I think this is
1: just a moment for me to be more upset that there isn't a crank three yet, but you know,
3: (laughs) there you go. But I have fast
2: and furious, Andrew. What more do you want?
1: I want him to have sex with that woman in public again and see that joke happen a third
3: time. I mean, we well, have Fast and <laughs> Furious. <Andrew. laughs>
2: They're having sex with cars Fast and Furious at this point. What say, more do you I'll want? I'll say this,
3: that when this movie finished, I got very upset with the mechanics of this film because they have created a movie that um, cannot in and of itself a, have a sequel without deciding to break how life works or um having to do the thing where they're like oh yeah this is a sequel but it happened in the past which is kind of <laughs> annoying um, <laughs> Oh, got the video game route <laughs> <laughs> exactly. right either they're going to have to find a, a fanciful yeah. way to, to 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 cure her of her diseases or they're going to just have to say this happened no. b- before. Douglas, shows um, was a clone, and it, this is it, right? exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right? The last of us. Let's just do the last but of us. Part. I one hundred percent want to spend more time with this person in in this world. Um, it is great. Um, Maybe that's, that's why it's good because
2: there's, there's a finality to it. Exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah that too. That too. Um, but I, I will. You'll find
2: out by Monday.
3: <laughs> and the if you are wrong, in the chat. yeah. If you are wrong. <laughs>
2: You'll hear from me.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I'll wait for your cue if I try to watch this movie, Damien.
2: Yeah. All right. Andrew, regale us with tales of movies we won't see for six years.
1: <laughs> Actually, some of these movies you'll see soon. But anyways, before that, before we get there, I'm going to talk about one movie that I saw like a week plus ago before the festival started. Um, you, got, you already talked about Shang-Chi. One movie um, which is available right now to watch. It's on Apple Plus, um, Coda. Um which Douglas is already giving me the finger because of <laughs> course it's not his movie. It has feelings and children and things. So why would he ever watch it? Um Coda, it's a it's a movie about a young girl who wants to sing and her she's a child, and this is where the title of the movie comes. Coda, Child of Deaf Adults. Um Right? Yeah, I um, saw this trailer. Yeah. And herein lies what I'm going to tell you. Douglas is exactly the movie you think it is. It's a movie about the girl who wants to move on, but her family's holding on to her, and she has to decide between family and being herself and all of these things. But hear me out for a moment. What if we put Stanley Tucci in that movie? Right?
2: Full,
3: do we get full Tucci? <laughs> Hang there on. A gentleman yeah. in this movie. Here is what I will say to, to Tucci. We got full Tucci in a movie that goes by the name of Jolt recently. Yeah. I am here to to tell you that going full Tucci doesn't always work. Hold on.
2: Douglas, first of all, we don't know if we saw 15 minutes of that movie. (laughs) So we cannot say with certainty, Stanley Tucci shows up again at any point in that movie. What I will say is he was doing the most and that movie is still trash.
3: So
1: yeah, this is one of those movies. All right. Let's, let's, it's straight up. Right? I, want, I like Tucci. I'll watch it for Tucci. It's not actually Tucci, but there's a guy going full Tucci in this movie. <laughs> it's so hard, right?
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. a scam. It's a Did you just... Did it's you a scam. Just bring- the tooch into this argument and then take him off the table yeah this is a what scam a <laughs> i know a
2: pyramid scheme when i see <laughs> and hear it this is a scam douglas no fault for this scam
1: <laughs> this is one of those movies but like every character who is not the main girl are just like some mm-hmm. of the most ridiculous characters uh, even the family themselves of these deaf um the deaf family the most deaf a, there's the the father and the mother are like banging all the time and she's embarrassed by it it's ridiculous there's conversations which you can see the usual thing of like her having to translate to other people with with him talking about all of his sex talk and her just beating but it's ridiculous and it's amazing and i love the guy i think his name his name is troy kirster who plays the father he's incredible in this movie um the guy who plays her music teacher goes full from like start to finish in this movie every time he's in it and it is incredible to watch him just overact that much in this movie and the movie is a movie which like it knows it's like a as i've said again the girl wants to move on but the family holding on and she's having to make hard decisions but it's actually a really good movie in that case i actually enjoyed this movie for that sake it's it was it was one of these movies that somehow any other movie, you would want to vomit throughout the entire of it. But because of all of these things, I just kind of breezed through it. And I was just having a time with this dumb movie. All right. Um, but yeah, Coda. Just wanted all to right. mention it. Um, but now moving on to the future movie festivals. Um, I have some movies for you guys. And I'm going to do this in order of what I believe I'd love to do in this podcast, which is the order of interest to you guys. Right. So I'm going to start with the movie Titan. Have you guys, you guys know what this movie yes, is? Yes. Right? I've seen the trailer.
3: Yeah. I don't this think I've seen little... the trailer, but I've seen everybody go crazy about it on Twitter.
1: <laughs> this movie is the latest movie by Julia. I'm going to ruin her last name, the cover new, um, the lady who directed Raw. Not
2: even
1: close. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I have seen this trailer and I, yeah. I'm very very much here for this movie yes i didn't realize i didn't realize that those two things were the same thing like i I saw the titan name on twitter and i did see the trailer where all i read was i directed raw and that's all i needed to know
1: (laughs) um so i remember when i saw the trailer and the fun thing about this trailer is that it is very moody but it tells you nothing as to what this movie is
3: Mm
1: -hmm. right how much do you guys want to know what this movie is without spoiling the the I need to know absolutely nothing about this
3: movie. (laughs) I'm good. This movie is
1: bonkers. Okay, that's all I'm going to tell you. This movie,
2: the trailer trailer made that very clear.
1: And let me make this clear. The trailer is probably around the first five minutes of this movie. Right? There is like it it goes. there There is a girl and there is a man and there is a car. And that's all I'll tell you about this movie. It is insanity. Um and kind of like the green knight it has a lot of questions that i don't think i got answered on my first run through and i'm still a little confused in some places and also very much like raw i feel like with raw i didn't actually understand and love that movie the way i love it now until i saw it the second time so yeah this movie is a movie that i definitely enjoyed but there's still that little like little bump that i'm expecting whenever I get around to watching it again. I know it's being released in October, um, so it'll be out before the end of the year for us to talk about. Um, so yeah, it's it's a wild movie. Um, the next one on my list is a movie that I don't know if you guys know about. Um, it's, a, it's a movie by the name of The Forgiven. Um, it is directed by one Mr. John Michael McDonough, starring...
3: Oh, I'm I'm unmuted. I know a, I know that he has a movie coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've seen any trailers or anything. There,
1: like I don't think there's been a trailer for this. Um, I actually didn't even know he had a movie coming out until I saw the list of films in the festival. I'm like, ooh, I should watch that one. Um, starring Ray Fiennes and Jessica Chastain. Um, oh, nice. And the movie is about these two individuals. They are a married couple, and they are going off to a party. In the middle of Morocco, right, um, hosted by Matt Smith and your your friend must be in movie Kayleigh Blanche Jones, uh-huh. right? Um, on the way to the party, um, they they kill a young boy with their car, like they just run him over in the streets, and so now they're dealing with the fact that they have a murdered Moroccan child and the father of the child shows up eventually and says i uh, you sir one who murdered my child has to come with me and bury my child um and so the movie takes you into these two stories of one being Ray Fiennes going and dealing with what he did to the father and dealing with his feelings of the the child and the other story being jessica chastain who stays at the party where there's all this debauchery of just ridiculousness All the ridiculousness you can imagine with Caleb Landry Jones um, happening at this party of just over-the-top bourgeoisie, almost to the point where it could have been a Bunuel film. Um, And what goes on. And these two separate stories happen throughout the film. It is a weird tonal movie to watch like i i think i get a lot of the jokes that are going on but it never feels it never feels committed to being a hundred percent ridiculous like it's like in between in that stage of being um somber and ridiculous and it was okay um i'm interested to revisit it at some point but I hope you guys like this movie more than I did is all I have to say. Based on your
2: your love for this gentleman, McDonough.
1: Um uh, But yeah.
2: Yeah, next to Nolan, he's probably number two. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, telling me about this movie, you, you could have just said, Damien, the guy that made three of your favorite movies of all of time, he made another movie. <laughs> So yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, no, I know, I know. Whatever I say won't stop you from watching it. But you know, I'm yeah. just giving you giving you a little bit more information. Than no, you but here's it
2: like you don't like war on everyone. I don't like one of the movies. Right, but the <laughs> one you don't like is the war on everyone.
1: <laughs> well, At let me which, make it clear: he didn't make war on everyone again.
2: Which discounts everything you say about him forever <laughs> all right i can't wait i don't, I don't know trust when this movie, I, don't I don't trust don't a word that comes out of your mouth.
1: Know. but i can't wait for you to see amen because i want to hear where you fall on this oh it's gonna be so good um and the last movie i'm gonna talk about is the movie that you guys brought up at the beginning of the podcast before we started um the indonesian film by the title the greatest title of all movies vengeance is mine All others pay cash. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Tremendous. This movie has one of the greatest premises I've ever seen of a movie. It is about a man by the name of Ajo who he is. He cares for nothing but violence. He cares nothing but just to fight. Mm -hmm. All he wants is adrenaline rushes and to fight. And the reason behind this is that he is impotent. Right? So he takes all of that rage of being impotent and pushes it into fighting. He's like a, a fighter for hire. And at the same time, he runs around and just causes shit. Along his path, he he, he he comes along a woman who turns out she's a pretty good fighter as well. And for the first time in a long time, he got his ass handed to him. And he falls in love. Right? He falls in love because the two of them could fight, right? And then the movie continues of their love story. This movie is a love story of the two of them getting married and having a life and how the violent life comes back at them um, from, like, contracts they wanted to take up um, to just generally just being violent people. Um, The movie itself, like, it feels very much like... It feels very much like a very low budget movie. Like it, it doesn't have the budget to be a bombastic, of like a raid or a John Wick of to how the action is done. It almost feels it, it. It feels like what you would look at if you found like some Swedish movies as to how everything like looks um, when it comes to even like the action scenes are pretty good, and that's especially down to the performers because they they seem really good at doing their craft but at the same time you can tell where the budget isn't there for them to have the camera angles and the cuts and the and the ways that things are framed it doesn't feel it's it doesn't feel powerful as the action but at the same time that might be intentional by the case of how much of a love story this movie is um between the two of them because it takes us throughout that entire journey um but then they have a couple action scenes in there that just go wild like there's a point where he's in prison and it's kind of incredible um but yeah this movie is pretty good it's it's the first time i'm hearing of this filmmaker the guy goes by the name of edwin um and it's it was it was definitely a lot better than i assumed it was going to be uh but somehow i don't want to get you guys's um hopes up too high from like the title itself to think that you're going to find
2: the next new raid um it's it's yeah man so we are under full lockdown here that truck you just heard drive past is just effects. I've playing with after effects on my computer. <laughs> it's not nine ten on a Sunday during lockdown and there's trucks driving but. Audio illusion.
1: Audio illusions. Um but yeah, that's that's kinda what I've been watching. Um yeah, it's 2021, the festival is going on. I was kind of upset mm-hmm. today because my my screening of Inuwo, the Masu, the new yuasa film, mm-hmm. Masaki yuasa film, got cancelled. Uh-huh. um I was very upset. I was like, I had like I had like done all of my stuff, and I was like, all right, I've no phone, the time. I'm going yeah. to sit down and watch. My body is ready. <laughs> and then the, I got an email, and they were like, "Nope, it's cancelled. We sent you back the money." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." yeah. Um, but you know, such is life.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's no video games are coming out this year either, so <laughs> we understand. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but we have sports, and boy, these stadiums are full. And every time I see a full stadium, I'm like, this seems like a bad idea. But then I went to car, so clearly I don't have any any more sense than these people. So we'll
1: I, I took solace in the fact that when I turned on the Atletico match this morning, there were more masked people than like mm-hmm. when I watch the EPL. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, because S- Spain understands <laughs> what COVID can do to their country and the English are stupid. Mm. Ah.
1: But yeah, that's the end of the podcast. There's yep. more movies for us to talk about in the future. I love
3: this album.
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: um Damien? Yes. Could you have come up with a better title than Vengeance is Mine? All others pay
3: cash? Uh,
2: no. no.
3: Yeah. Woo jack is Queen B's needs to cunsen. Rumble with patrolman tear gas, lace the function. Heads by the score, take flight inside the war. Six hit the floor. Die hard fans, demand more. Behold the bow, soldier, control the glow slowly. Grow the blow, swinging swords like
0: Shinobi. Stomp rounds are found. Footprints, a solid rock. Who got it like performing live on your hottest fly? As the world turns, I spread like germ. Bless the globe with the pestilence. The hard-headed never learned. this my testament to those burn. Play my position in the game of life, standing firm. On foreign land, jump the gun out the frying pan Into the fire, transform into the ghost rider A six-pack and a street car named Desire Who got my back in the line of fire